0: welcome back to consuming the craft podcast this is puff coming at you live from the craft beverage institute of the southeast uh studios it's a fancy brick room yeah so so with me as he's looking around trying to figure out what a studio is no this is the prison room that we keep uh the bad students in So with me today is Chad Slagle. Uh, You are the CEO of Two Trees Distilling Company. Two Trees Beverage Company. Two Trees Beverage Company, because you guys have had... That's one thing we need to talk about right away, because of the diversification of what you guys have done just recently is super exciting. And one of the reasons um, I was excited to get you here, and I... uh, the old bait and switch, uh, we had a meeting yesterday and I tricked you into coming and doing the podcast, which I appreciate you, uh, you know, losing the bet at that point and, and showing up. Um, but you have something very, very exciting to tell all the listeners uh, about a new release as you guys go from, you know, kind of distill-y, distillation focused, distilly, it's not, yeah, one of those words um, to getting into the RTD market. Uh, and for those of you that don't know what RTD stands for, it's ready to drink. And you guys are looking to, you've already dabbled your foot into that end of the pool, but, uh, what did, what did you do?
1: Yeah. Wow. A lot has happened since, uh, we talked last. For sure, Yeah.
0: Well, I, I'm a father now. I have,
1: he'll be a year old next month. So yeah, it's been a little while. Yeah, it has been, um, same time while deciding we were going to have a baby, I decided, hey, let's just merge these companies together and start a whole new world. So we took Two Trees Distilling. We took our intellectual property company. Uh, we took Prost Beverage, which owns the two Tim Smith brands uh, in Florida. Um, we took all that and merged it into one as Two Trees Beverage Company. And it takes us now from um, um, split among five different companies into a what we hope will soon be a, a world conglomerate in the in the total beverage alcohol industry. So with that, yeah, as you were saying, we, we jumped into the RTD. We didn't dabble. We just said, you know, with the less and less barrels, mm-hmm. less and less age spirits on hand, and with our technology being what it is and being able to produce so much age spirit, we're like, you know what? Why don't we just get into the RTD world and start becoming um, – a supplier, you know, a uh, co-packer, and uh, and and create some really cool products for ourselves. And uh, yeah, the first one is well, you were you were here in the very early when we were trying to figure out. Uh, I've been through like four states and seven thousand breweries. No, that makes sense.
0: So honestly, weird. this this isn't something that happened overnight. You've been uh, working on this particular product for at least two years. Because yeah. I remember when we first started talking. Well, this, I don't even know how long ago now, but this was a, you know, something that you were thinking about long-term and then we just started kind of making it small, small scale and experimenting with some of the things that you were making through the top secret machine you guys have uh, and coming out, it was just fantastic. We got very, very excited about it right away. And then two years later, it's now, you told me you brought cans of it.
1: Uh, Yeah, they're in this magical cooler that you can't see. I am,
0: you don't know how excited I am about this because we've, we really have been working on this over two years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's been, we've gone through so many different breweries, uh, so many different states, um, so many different recipes, and just trying to tweak this to where we could have our, um, oak concentrate aspect with our bourbon extract mixed with the right base. And it was just so hard to find all those pieces together. And I think we finally have it.
0: it and, you know, some of the iterations that we've gone through, uh, they were all good. They really were. Yeah. yeah. And, I, I, you know, we were excited to talk to people about it. But you're right. It took a while to make sure that you, in the way you've explained it and to me and to even to my class the last time we did some uh, tasting here was when you order... Uh, a bourbon and soda or bourbon and, and seltzer, bourbon and water, whatever it is, the first initial drink used to be, it tends to be hot. Mm-hmm. It tends to be uh, heavy on the bourbon side. And then, you know, as you're sitting having conversation, it, it gets to that kind of perfect level of, uh, of water and booze and, and, and flavor. And then if you let it go too long, it kind of gets too watery and, and, and right. the flavor isn't uh, cohesive as it was kind of in the middle of the drink. And, we talked about a long time ago, targeting that middle flavor.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like you want your glass half full. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And we really wanted, you know, this has to fit into the seltzer category. Yep. But we didn't want it to be another truly or another, you know, I'm not going to throw anybody else under the bus, but any of these national brand stuff It's seltzers. not fruit-based. Right. right. It's not fruit-based. It's booze-based. Booze
0: based. I mean, it, it really is that that bourbon flavor with all of the the wood aging and the barrel mm-hmm. in it. It just, it's all there.
1: Right. We didn't want it to be too tannic or too woodsy. We wanted the sweet bourbon profile with all of the grain aspect still there. So you could still have the, the grain on the nose but be drinking a seltzer at 5.5%. Yeah. So we wanted it something that's light enough to be very sessionable. We don't want somebody to drink one and be like, whoa, man, that 8.5% or I think I'm laying in the yard after this. No, we wanted, you know, it's something everybody to share and want more of. Well, so. it,
0: the, 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 some of the other iterations were so refreshing. Right. That's one of the things that I was really surprised about how uh, crisp and clean and you get that bourbon flavor, but it was very palate cleansing. It wasn't, it, it didn't like the tannins and things that you're talking about in balance never lingered. Right. Like they can on a big jammy Zinfandel or something like that, you know, where you get that huge amount of astringency or or too much oak, uh, which can kind of just overwhelm your, your palate as you're going through. But with the bubbles and the effervescence, everything was just... Uh, Kind of in balance at that point. You make it sound so romantic. Well, it's it mm. is. It, you don't. <laughs> I'm excited. You you know how excited I am Look, about this. You can stuff. almost see inside here. You can almost yes. see it. Now, oh, now now this is coinciding with some other releases that you're talking about in another um, another showcase of you guys on Moonshiners.
1: Yes. So um, yeah, we launched uh, this whole season of Moonshiners on Discovery has been a little different, and we did. Um, One episode, Tim and I were creating uh, an RTD for him, a a spirit-based moonshine, a sweet tea moonshine called The Ritual, and that's that's to tie—it's something he's been wanting to do since he started the show 11 seasons ago. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily an RTD, but The Ritual was a story that um, comes from his childhood where his grandfather passed it on to his dad. His dad passed it on to him. Where when he first got old enough to drink with him in the woods, like you know, six, <laughs> <laughs> as one does in yeah, families you know, like that. I mean, if you everything in for it. moderation, exactly. So he's like, you know, you take a, uh, a swig of sweet tea and let it warm up in your mouth, and then you take a shot of moonshine and kind of swish it around and swallow it. And that was it's called the ritual, and it's it's really about the actual. The, the fact it's, that it's they're doing the this is a ritual. But, yeah. but they wanted, they called the drink the ritual as well. So we called this the ritual. It turned out to be really amazing and the stuff will knock you on your butt. You know, it's a 200 ml can, but it's 20% alcohol. Oh, mercy. Yes. Oh, mercy. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it, is that dangerous. something you pour over ice and drink or just? Yep, pour over ice or drink cold out of the can. Um, the second one we're doing, if you've been watching the show, you know, it's this whole Tim Spin in Mexico. Um, been building up to that and i think it was an awesome uh idea of theirs to send him down there to learn to make tequila and make mezcal and walk around with no shirt on in mexico hey if you're gonna do it
0: (laughs) that's the way Uh, tim does it though right (laughs) so the
1: next one is called the tim rita and it's a moonshine margarita so that can is uh coming out um we just finished canning those those will come out real soon some of them are going out to california i think tomorrow so wow and, and then, that's
0: another 200 ml can? Another
1: 200 ml. And then we have two more on top of that that will come out later, a blackberry and a peach, uh, which I'm really excited about. Those were actually uh, created by one of your former students, yes. Rebecca Murphy. She's our uh, head of product development now, and she's also created two amazing uh, spirit-based RTDs. We're going to do it at a much lower proof. Good, good, uh, good. Just under 6% uh, for two trees, and that is a bourbon and soda. And she took our ready-to-drink old-fashioned um that's become so popular, took those same flavors, increased the profile, and took it down to 6% uh, with an aged bourbon and made a canned RTD with that. So it's an old fashioned RTD with aged bourbon.
0: So it it has bubbles. It's kind of a sparkling old fashioned. Yeah. That sounds amazing. It is amazing. That really, uh, that's
1: scary. It it's it is scary. The only scary part is when you finish drinking and you're know, like, "Hey, where's some more of this?" And she's like, "That's all I made." I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> so I'm really excited. She's been she's been uh, just crushing it over there. So
0: yeah, I knew she'd work out for you guys because so. she's a really she's a sharp cookie. She won't hear this. So no, probably not. No, no. probably. I'm just kidding. Um, and then uh, with this particular product that we're going to get, damn it, we need to get back to, I got to stay on track because you brought product and I want to try it so bad. It was just mentioned on BrewBound. uh
1: Yes. And it
0: is the release of Two Trees bourbon barrel aged seltzer. So this is the two-year product that you and I have been working on, kind of dabbling in. We've made, you know, I remember the first time you came with the idea, we basically made it by hand in cans. Mm, That was terrible. You know what? It wasn't as bad as I remember. The cans were just crushed. It, it like was, was,
1: and we it, were we were wearing it, and it was a Saturday.
0: It was, it was, it was, but it was it was proof of concept though, because then we ended up making a five gallon keg of it, and we brought it to some of the folks uh, over at Two Trees, and they came here and they tried it, and right. they were they were like, wow, this, th- please pursue this. You know, this was something that was a path that you were talking about going down, and you kind of wanted to see, put again, kind of see the marketplace, because you had a, a very eclectic group of folks that came in to try it. Uh, from all varying backgrounds, and, and and they all loved it. They I all really, really liked it. So then it was like full steam ahead. And two years later of product development, you have it in a can, and you're just toying with me now. As you
1: what if there's nothing in this? clue? <laughs> ah, you're killing me.
0: You're killing me. But this would be the time on the podcast where we talk about booze clues, where we talk about you know flavors and other things in it. So show me, show me your cans. All right, I'll show you my cans, <laughs> yeah. pal. Yeah. So wah. Uh, yeah! Oh, look at that! This is it! This is it! He just handed me a can. What a great label too! Woodcrafted American Two Trees Classic Bourbon Barrel Aged Seltzer. Um, wow! And what what is, a great this is
1: a, looking label. And this is a malt specialty, so it can be sold in convenience stores and grocery stores in control states.
0: Yes, like North Carolina, the state like, we're in. Like Ingles. In yes, yes, yes. Harris um, Teeter. Wow. Uh, On the can, it says, Enjoy the timeless taste of a bourbon barrel classic in a ready-made drink from Two Trees Distilling. Crisp seltzer is blended with our bourbon barrel aged recipe for a flawless, refreshing combination. (laughs) It's like a commercial right now. I apologize. Mm -hmm. Opening with an aromatic and oak-forward nose, followed by subtle sweet and spicy notes, a grain profile of corn, wheat, and pilsner gives Two Trees Bourbon Seltzer a satin, finish with hints of vanilla and maple straightforward yet sophisticated you do make this sound so romantic you know i hell with romance let's crack these open let's do it oh i'm excited sounds good and let's see how it pours into this glass i got us a couple stemmed glass oh wow that's pretty oh i get the smell right away
1: wow you'll notice a lot of the pilsner uh grain we we what's different about this than the ones we made back in the day is I made this a malt specialty instead of just a seltzer base so that you would really get the profile of say a makers in it
0: okay okay so it pours um, I would say a deep yellow uh, the bubbles are coming up it's right, nice and cold so you did a great job keeping it cool on the way over I get that uh, hint of oak Hmm. oh wow is that good you get a little bit of that bourbony sweetness. You get the vanilla mm-hmm. uh, from the barrel aging. Mm.
1: And as it warms up, it'll really
0: change. We yeah, I'm going to let that set for just a okay. Scotia. No. So after two years of development and finally having a can in your hand, what does it feel like? It's a
1: little surreal,
0: you know? A, a little bit, because now these are going to be on the shelf probably everywhere. And it, When is this going to be potentially released to the public?
1: Uh, well, I guess it depends on which public, which state. So yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, we really, it's very important to me to have this in North Carolina, just because of being a North Carolina native and our company being here and the ideas coming here. Um, so, you know, my goal is to have these in Ingalls and Harris Teeter. And when I see it on the shelf in Ingalls, especially because, you know, I'm from Black Mountain and, that's Ingalls, where you guys did your Ingalls, grocery shop yeah. when you were a kid. And Ingalls headquarters is in Black yeah. Mountain. And so one day, you know, to be able to see it in Ingalls in Black Mountain, right, that's when I'll know that the product made it exactly where I wanted it to be. So. That's
0: awesome. That's, so. oh, man, is it good. This is really dangerous.
1: Uh, at five and a half percent, it's extremely dangerous. More yep. dangerous than your romantic voice.
0: <laughs> so one of the things I noticed when I was drinking it is it. I normally would sip a bourbon and seltzer. Here, I'm taking drinks. Mm-hmm, I know. It is really, really... There's the, the sweetness from like the bourbon background, the grain, the oak is really nice. Uh, it all does kind of blend together for that that middle portion of that cocktail. It is really, really pleasant. Mm.
1: And I, I love the color that came through. So. it really does look like a bourbon and soda.
0: It would also pair well with a lot of things. So like with barbecue and golfing and you know Boating whatever you're doing. I mean you can mow in t- the grass. Yeah.
1: A beer helmet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a funnel and a hose. No, I'm kidding. Hey. Everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. Well, you could use a small funnel, dude.
1: Yeah. You don't have to use a big one. You don't have to go over. You don't have to use an oil changing funnel. You can use like a little cooking funnel. I don't
0: have to, but I kind of want to. Okay. This is, uh, hey, nice work. Congratulations. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, Cheers to, to you. you. Cheers to you. Yes. Um, so what is uh, what else is up for uh, for two trees in the future? I know there's things you can't talk about.
1: There's a lot we can't talk about. Like, um, now this whole world of supply chain has been so weird for us during this transition, too. So we, we did decide to move ahead, and we have custom our own custom glass bottles being made now that will have our own branding on the side of the glass. We're really excited about those. We should have those Q4, and we actually are having those made domestically.
0: Hey, congratulations! So I don't have to sit there and say, "So which shipping container are we in yeah. line?" <laughs> and yeah, when when are we gonna? That's been a trouble for anybody in the beverage industry right now. Mm-hmm. I had heard a rumor that Ball was, and I don't want to ruin uh, ruin the podcast for you, but I heard Ball was only going to give Coca Cola seventy five percent of the cans they've ordered. Sounds so, about right. So sourcing aluminum cans, uh, I mean, even for for you guys, could be could be difficult in the future.
1: Yeah, you know, we have some really good partners with this. Um, as you know, we um, this was not made at two, or canned at Two Trees because um, this has a high, much higher carbonation they, than they do. But we partnered with um, Ironheart, who is doing all of our Two Trees RTDs and the Tim Smith RTDs on site. So um, we have some really good connections for aluminum through them. And uh, to be honest, through LaVec in uh, Southern California, has been just, man, they're awesome. They've helped us so much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel good about cans right now. Yeah. I feel good about glass. Glasses, the, the, card, it, well, the cardboard thing goes up 11% on uh, April 4th.
0: Really? Just that alone. And then shipping costs are going up as well. Yeah, that's crazy. But if you think about cardboard,
1: it's um, for all the packaging. The printing and the packaging on, say, a six-pack... In a four and a half liter box of whiskey is not so bad. The insert that separates the bottles costs more than the box and the printing. Really? Because they consider that uh, hand assembled, those two pieces uh, put together? Yeah,
0: because you have to put them together for that, sure. And
1: it is insane how much that costs. So, you know, playing supply chain guru and just trying to find the right card, because now you deal with. Cardboard and structural engineering firms to whittle down the cardboard to a one single layer that will still actually help support the bottle, which is why our new glass bottle has a different bevel on the side because it's going to be able to handle more um, pressure on the neck. So you can actually so use so with shipping, insert. you can stack yeah, them so them a little higher. I never thought I'd have to deal with co- you know like cardboard engineers, you know. To That's put, yeah to put six whiskey bottles together.
0: No, but it's I mean it is what it is now, right? Yeah. So, now you guys have diversified your packaging into cans and bottles. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything you're looking at? Uh, I mean, I would love to drink this stuff out of a paper cup. <laughs> if you'll just hold out a, your hand, I'll pour some. A ba- in. bag in the box, maybe, or I don't know. <laughs> box boxed spirits. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, we I mean, haven't. We're not going that direction. Um, no, the cans, yeah, it was good. The glass, good. Um, we're going to stay with those. We are, ha- again, we're happy to have our cans made or uh, glass made domestically. That's going to change a lot.
0: Um, I mean, how many products are you guys doing though? I can't, because every uh, time I've talked to you, it has increased by at least six numbers.
1: Uh, well, now that we got Rebecca there, she's cranking these things out. Yeah. Like, th- you know, so we've got a, what we did is um, Chris Sellers and I put together a really interesting innovation chart. So we're just forecasting exactly where our innovation needs to be over the next rolling 12. Okay. And constantly updating that. So our plan is to reach. F- uh, to release four spirit-based um, Two Trees RTDs. Plus, we'll have the four Tim Smith 200ml uh, RTDs. Um, we are starting to get co-packing opportunities because we're the only ones with a lot of bulked-aged spirits and now a bright tank and... I mean, your
0: manufacturing has expanded Yeah, a it lot. has.
1: And our new bottling line is uh, being tested. We'll go from you know 150 to 100, 200 cases a day up to about 300 cases an hour.
0: Yeah, that's going to be huge. That's going to change That's going to move a lot yeah. more product for yeah. you. Because so I know that right now is kind of the pinch point.
1: It is. That and, um, you know, the aging aspect. So we just are going to increase another shift. Yep. And just keep pumping that stuff out. So. Yeah.
0: And it's it's going to get sold. <laughs> i smell if this, it as it warms up. If this is indi- any indication, yeah, you're getting more of that, like, oaky note now in the nose as it warms up. And you're getting a little bit of that, like, grassy...
1: Yeah. It's get a, a
0: little of the corn in there from the bourbon. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. You get a lot of the flavors that we are mm-hmm. Man, is that good. Not quite like a regular seltzer, is it? No. No. And I really enjoy it because... Not that I don't enjoy fruit seltzers, but... I've, uh, I've checked that off my bucket list.
1: Well, that's good. You've yeah. had enough of them?
0: Well, it's not that I... Yeah. I mean... Y- I I can only drink so much seltzer. I would rather have I would rather have one drink with a lot of flavor. And and this has this scratches a lot of itches. It, it's I'm glad one of those I know thing. you have itches, but <laughs> I should probably get that looked at. You just at. Lost. you
1: lost the romance piece.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's one of those things where this is um it's light and refreshing enough uh but it's very satiating. It, it, there's a there's a lot of flavors in there that you know allude to this this bourbon flavor that really kind of satisfies uh the, the you know wanting a drink and if you remember when we first tried this we
1: were um it, there was a very there was a finite point of pushing that tannic overload
0: in your mouth yes because it was, it was, it was so si- it was such a small amount be- right. before it got overwhelming
1: and and it was hard to balance any of the oak profile with the bourbon profile without making it so tannic and a lot of that wrote on the fact that it was a 100 percent sugar based yes but now that we've modified this into a malt
0: beverage yeah it's got a little bit more yeah. of a backbone yeah, to it yes it has to some, balance out i mean there's that there's there's a the sweetness there and
1: it has some grain to actually ride on to help mm-hmm. that so and I think, uh, you know, the yeast is perfect for this, this one. You know? Yeah, the so. byproducts
0: of the metabolism really play well with the bourbon. Uh, it reminds me of a very well-made cocktail.
1: Well, thank you. Yeah. Maybe it's the glass you put it in.
0: Well, we are drinking it out of stemware because we're fancy like that. It's all uh, you could find, huh? Well, <laughs> we're, truth be told, uh, we're out of soap for our dishwasher back there. So stem glasses are the only ones we have left.
1: that's good to know that's good we ran
0: out of soap today
1: well remind me not to eat here (laughs) well
0: we don't make food anyway (laughs) exactly no i i've got a that's on my list to uh to order today but uh i can't thank you enough for being here uh and sharing this with me i'm we're gonna definitely finish these and talk more uh after i i push stop but uh yeah congratulations
1: hey and congratulations to you for being man you you were part of this from the beginning thank you so thank you cheers Thanks, to you, you buddy this is
0: this is exciting for uh for your company and for us here at the craft beverage institute to see another but you know some we i'm just happy to help
1: and man i'm i'm thankful for y'all being here because look well it's the first place i look when i hire people right it is i know and, they've and been, i appreciate that i know they've been trained well and uh i know where they're coming from so
0: well i can't thank you enough chad uh for for bringing this by i know we've talked about this for past two years and it's really exciting to see it in the can uh here and being able to try it and drink it um and the fact that we've almost both already polished off a can is pretty funny it's really (laughs) funny uh thank you to danny mcconnell from mcconnell farms for sponsoring the podcast uh and i would like to thank uh thank the academy no i'm just kidding I, i got nothing thanks for everybody for listening and we'll talk to you real soon cheers